Hey, welcome to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. My name is Connor. I'm a chef and media producer. I will be joined via f- uh, phone connection uh, with my co-producer, Darren Lafferty. Um, with, uh, with everything that's going on, we wanted to try and put together a podcast that's got some information out there for uh, small business owners and those who are in the food service industry. So we called as many people as we could um, as quickly as possible, and we're trying to produce these uh, podcast episodes as quickly as possible as well so that we can just get some information out there. Hopefully this helps those who are in the industry. Um, just as a personal note, everybody stay safe. If you need anything, don't hesitate to call, uh, text, or message uh, Cost of Goods Told. Um, I'm going to try and provide as much resources and as much info as possible uh, on the show notes. Um, But please just make sure that you're following the Facebook page and the Instagram page. That's usually where I I try and get as much information out as possible. So I'm going to shut up, and then we're just going to jump right into the conversations. Hey, everybody. This is Darren Lafferty with Cost of Goods Told Podcast. Thanks for joining me for another episode of, uh, you know, this crazy pandemic, COVID-19. We're trying to get uh, with as many independent business owners as we can talk about how it's affected them, what changes they've made. And today I've been fortunate enough to, to catch Ben Sassani uh, on the road. He's out running the streets. And so Ben, thanks for, uh, thanks for giving us a couple minutes. Yeah, man, of course. So Ben, uh, for the listeners who don't know, I mean, you're a photographer, but you also yep, have yep. another business. Uh, yep, tell us what yep. that is. Uh, I own a franchise, a uh, bubble tea franchise from Kung Fu Tea in the Clear Lake area. Clear Lake, okay. And for, yeah. for those who don't know or haven't been to one before, kind of just give us a, a real quick cliff notes of that, that particular business model. Uh, as far as like the it's franchise, I mean, we're, we're considered like a dessert, I guess. Okay. Uh, it's low cost. You're talking 4 or $5 a drink. Um, main competitions are mainly going to be – you know, coffee houses and tea houses and things like that. So it's, it, it was pretty popular in the Asian community back in the day. Now it's just kind of caught on with everybody and everything. And, which is uh, good, which is usually good for yeah, business. Yeah. It's amazing. And then, uh, you know, the the business split for, you know, the types of people coming in, like we have usually high school kids and college kids, still mainly, you know, Asian community, but we have a lot of other you know, ethnicities who who now know what it is and they love it and they come in and they get it. And, you know. Yeah. Obviously beverages, hot, yeah. hot, hot tea, hot, cold, hot, milk yeah, tea, yeah. you know, like we have, we have milk tea, we have regular tea, we have, you know, we have tapioca, we have, you know, we have toppings, we have slushes, we have coffee, we have, we have a lot of things. And for all intents and purposes, it's a, it's a customer interface heavy business, right? People come in. Oh yeah. They grab stuff to, uh, yep. either to sit and hang out or they grab stuff to go, right? You know, our store is pretty small. We're probably about 1,100 square feet, so it's not that big. Uh, so we don't have a, that much seating room. But a lot of people come in. like It's, it's just like any Starbucks, right? So people come okay. in. You know, students come in, hang out, get drinks, study, hang out with their friends. It's, it's kind of the same kind of environment. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I want to say 80, 85% of the business, they come in, they get a few drinks, and then they leave. So it wasn't it wasn't a big of an adjustment, but it's still an adjustment. Yeah. So COVID nineteen kicks in. Um, they they decide that they need to limit the amount of interaction between people, mm-hmm. um, especially with businesses, food establishments, restaurants, and, and you yep. fall under that same umbrella. How's that? Yep. How's that affected your business so far? Uh, at first, it dropped off a little bit. So at first, you know, we were down. 
I don't know, between 30, 30 to 40 percent mm-hmm. um, during the week. And then on the weekends, it dropped off more just because weekends is, is core of our business. Okay. Uh, but as uh, you know, lucky, lucky for us, the company, the head, the head people in the company were already negotiating with delivery services like Grubhub <clears throat> and uh, like Uber Eats and Postmates. And I don't know if they were doing with DoorDash yet or not. So on, but, on, you know, on behalf of the franchisee, they were negotiating. Yeah, because I mean, these places, you know, I, I, I never cared for them just because they take 30%. Of yeah, your, man. Your yeah, business, crazy. You know, and, and if you go back, if you watch the, the video that Justin Turner did, uh, about these places. I mean, they're yeah. essentially, I, I don't want to say they're robbing places. Like I know they have to run a business too, but man, 30%, most places don't have a margin of 30%. So right. they can't, you know, they can't raise their prices enough for a restaurant. Like you're not going to pay $20 for a burger just because you want a burger to be delivered to you. Yeah. So I understand certain businesses are not the style of, of model for something like this. But for us, on a $4, $5 drink, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you know, people are willing to pay 15 20% more just to get delivery. Yeah, typically the beverage industry has, in my experience, has been a higher profitability, you know, margin. <laughs> margins. Yeah. Uh, and what you're referring to is Justin Turner, uh, Bernie's Burger Bus. Yeah. Basically, basically sending out a plea, for those who didn't see it, a plea to, hey, come pick up business or come yeah. pick up food from us. Instead of yeah. us giving thirty percent to these delivery services, and I <laughs> yes, totally agree. I mean, with it's kind of unfortunate that I mean, they're. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was him that was saying. That, I forgot what it was. They were saying that you know all of his stores are shut down, and he's down to like three percent overall business. Like that's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, when you when you go from let's let's call it a hundred down ninety seven percent, how do you even man? I, I don't even know how you get out know, of bed. It's, that, it's right? tough, man. I tell you, you know, I texted him. I texted all my friends in the food industry. I texted them, see how they're doing. Everybody's kind of hanging in there. It's kind of rough, man. But you know, it's just kind of it hurts seeing everybody hurting. You know, of course. Not, so out, not out, just not just one or two people. Oh man, it's it's uh, industry wide for sure. Yeah. Uh, now we've seen some restaurants make some great adjustments. Uh, what have you guys done uh, since this has happened to your business model, if any? What have you done differently to sort of continue to get the foot traffic in? Because obviously they can't hang out now but they can still yeah. get things to go, or you can still use delivery services. What else have you guys done that's been successful? Um, for us, so one thing that we, we started pushing is the company, so we're an app with, for the company, mm-hmm. They you can order ahead. So versus you coming in and you ordering and then waiting for your drink, like just order ahead. Like there's no fees for it. Okay. It, it goes to your credit card. So we push that a lot. <clears throat> the other thing I've been doing is, you know, on our Instagram account, I've been, uh, you know, I've been posting Instagram on on the Kung Fu Tea Instagram account for our store. I've been posting, hey, we're on Postmates, we're on this, we're on we're on Uber Eats, whatever. But I also use, you know, social media marketing, like for, and and the thing is, like I've done I've done social media marketing in the past, so there's ways to target exactly who you want to target. Sure. Versus just putting it out there and hoping something happens. So, you know, if you look at the analytics of it, you can see there is, uh, you know, the age range that is targeting and, and whatever. And it's it's targeting exactly the age range that we're doing. And ever since I started, and I think I'm only doing like I don't know, a couple of bucks a day. Like, it's not crazy. So you're doing uh, sponsored ads, too. Yeah, just uh, mostly on Instagram, because a lot of people, not not many young people pay attention to Facebook anymore. So right, it's mostly right. Instagram. 
Yeah. So I do it on Instagram. So what they're doing is, uh, you know, they, they sponsor dads or whatever, and then you can see the results. And uh, kind of, you know, I started doing it the day that we signed up for Uber Eats. And I want to say over the last seven days, I want to say five, four or five of those days, Uber Eats yeah. has been about 15, 20% of our business. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and then and it sounds like that's a, that's a serious number in times like this. Yeah, I mean that's 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 you know even even I think our prices they raised our prices a little bit to kind of combat the the thirty percent that they're taking or whatever they're taking. So yeah, we're losing a couple of percentage points, but it's not it's not crazy. Like I, I'm willing to deal with that. So, and then so, uh, on top of that, what I'm trying to do is I don't know if the company is doing this yet or not, but I'm on the hunt. That's why I'm out today. I'm on the hunt to go find one gallon jugs and half gallon jugs. And I'm going to get a friend of mine who owns a graphics design company out in New Mexico to make me stickers specifically for my store. And I'm going to start selling half-gallon and one-gallon jugs of uh, whatever drink you want. So a lot like the restaurants have adjusted to being able to sell alcohol, which before yep. was, was, was not allowed to do so, yep. you're adding to go in large quantities of your yep. beverage that people can because enjoy we, at home. Because our, our largest drink is 24 ounces. Yeah, and you know if you want it every day, but you don't want to leave every day, or you don't want to pay for Uber Eats every day, or you don't want it every you want it every four or five days, why don't you just come buy a gallon jug and just leave it in your fridge? Like it's fine as long as you don't have toppings in it. You're fine. Yeah, it'll so it'll hold. Come by, yeah, it'll fine. It's, it's fine. I mean, it, it, as long as you don't mind the, the taste being a tad different, like you know between being fresh tea and tea that's been sitting in your fridge, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I'm going to jump back real quick. I know I know you're short on time, and I am too. Sure. But I'm going to jump back real quick to to running ads on Instagram. So I've done yeah. uh, marketing as well on on the social <clears> media. But for those who don't know, right, the mom and pops who are not necessarily engaged all the time, yeah. they can literally drill down to not only age, which you mentioned. They can drill down yep. to zip code. Yep. They can drill down to interest, if yep. you will. Um, they can really go after their customer base. Uh, if they decide to do so on these platforms, is that right? You know, it's not It's not just so – I think one thing that's changed since the last time I did it, and it's been a while since I've done it on Instagram, um, Instagram lets you pick, you know, from your location. So let's say you have a restaurant or or, or shop or whatever you're trying to advertise. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so it lets you pick a radius of how far you can go out. So you can go up to five miles, ten miles, whatever, whatever you want. Um, and it'll tell you like what the reach would be. So for me, if I just put it on radius and didn't do anything else, I think I was going to reach, I don't know, 500,000 people or 200,000, whatever it was. But then, you know, obviously the age range group, it matters based on, um, I think it was hashtags. You know, you go in and put keywords in there and you, you put in, you know, like milk tea or you put in whatever, but then, the good thing about about Instagram and Facebook now is that when you put in those words, it understands what you're looking for, so it suggests other things that are already going with that. Right. And based on that, you can pick an age range group; it doesn't really matter. But based on your hashtags, there's a certain age range that are that's already looking at that. So you it know, just kind of targets that. That's super cool. And for those that are listening, maybe don't quite get it. We used to call that in my early days of food service companions. And a companion was if you had a taco shell, then you would have taco meat. Or if yep. you had pizza dough, you would have pizza slices. It's a companion to, so when yep. you search for something, it automatically knows what you're looking for and has companions, yep. quote unquote, for those particular items. That's fantastic. So, yeah. So if you, if you put if you put in I don't know milk tea, then boba comes up. If you put in 
tea, then coffee comes up. If you put it in coffee, then Starbucks comes up. So, you know, like people that are searching in that parameters, yeah, everybody's going to be targeted. But the thing is, like, it, and as your ad is running, um, and it's pretty quick to, to, to approve those ads. I think mine got approved within 15, 20 minutes. Oh, nice. um, and so, you know, once you, once you look at the analytics on the back end of it, you can see the age range and, you know, what the reach is, how many people looked at your profile. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can have them go to a website. You can have them go to your profile. You can go have them go to a specific post. Like, it's, it's very, very customizable. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just I, I just want to go look at my profile because I got pictures on there, you know. That's, that's awesome. Hey, so as a small business owner, and, and we're going to wrap up, but as a small sure. business owner, what what do you – any words of advice for other small business owners who are going through this difficult time? Man, honestly, right now, you know, I was telling my – I was telling a friend of mine yesterday, I said anybody that comes that makes it out of this and doesn't pivot to a point – where you have a backup plan to what you were doing is not going to survive. Yeah. Which means if, if you, if your business was not internet based, if your business was not, I don't want to say delivery based, because not everybody can do delivery, but if everybody, if, if your business is not set up to understand that, Hey, if I, I can't let anybody in my doors, can my business survive? And the answer is no then you need to figure out something to do. Amen. Right? You, you know what I mean? Like you just need I to do. figure it out. Even, even with photography, like all of my stuff, you know, I'm, I'm bending my contracts for my clients because, you know, I shoot weddings and weddings. If you can't have more than 10 people get together, I can't sure. shoot a 800 count Indian wedding, you know? Absolutely. Um, but, uh, you know, all those clients, you know, I told them, I said, you know, it doesn't say anything in the contract, but, your your payments and everything else is good for another twelve months if you want to um if you want to re uh reschedule your wedding. So and, and I've had three of them that have already done that. So well, two man. of them are yeah, two of them already this year and I have another one that that's that's, that's for next year. And then a couple of other shoots, small shoots got cancelled and whatever, but I mean that's the kind of cost of business right think, now, you know. I think I think this this time's being unprecedented, still customers king. Right, and I think yeah. the key to that is being flexible with your customers. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, like, and going out, and going out there and being being assholes or being dicks and, and people like I, I saw somebody who was it? Rebecca Mason posted somebody posted a one star Yelp review on on some restaurant's website. Like, what what the hell's wrong with people? Yeah, that's, like, that's... If, if you don't understand that everybody is suffering and it's not just one group of people, then you are the problem. Bad timing for sure. Yeah. Hey, man, tell everybody where they can find uh, your Kung Fu tea. Uh, we're on Bay Area Boulevard, uh, 304 West Bay Area Boulevard in the Chipotle Shopping Center right before you get to Highway 3. And how about on social media? Where, where can they find your, your tea shop? Kung Fu Tea Clear Lake, all spelled out. My man, thank you for your time. Thank I you for your insight. It. And uh, we wish you much, much success. Hey, man, keep it up. Likewise, keep your chin up. Thanks, man. See you. Bye.